Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. All right, it is finally time for another episode of Rock and Rank. I believe this is the third one I've done for 2016. Let, let's say that's right. Okay. So, on Rock and Rank, we play new music from new albums from the current year. And as a bonus on these episodes, with permission from the original rock and roll podcaster and host of Rock and Roll Geek Show, Michael Butler. Uh, stealing, borrowing, I like commandeering. But uh, ranking the album song by song with the point, half point, and zero point system to give you that scientific accuracy of whether you should get the album or not. And I really like doing it this way. It also gives me a reason to listen to a lot of these albums multiple times uh, to really get the effect of them. And it's usually never a chore for most of these albums. And I think what I've determined is if the album doesn't rank higher than 50 points out of 100, I'm not going to use it on the show. Hence, uh, yeah, let's start off with some negativity here. Hence the latest Elton John album. I love Elton John, but man, that new album is pretty bad. There's like a couple of good songs on it, maybe. One good song uh, from my memory, but yeah, I think I got like 40 or 45 out of 100. Just a lot of halves and a lot of zeros. Very sad, very sad. Uh, but the stuff that made the cut is on this episode, and I think you're going to enjoy pretty much all of these. There's some divisive bands I'm playing here on the show this week. I'm going to be upfront about it. But I think in general, if you are a friend of the show, I think you'll enjoy most of everything on here. Let's kick off the show here this week with a welcome comeback. The great Degeneration are back. I'm putting out a new record, their first album since 1999's Waiting for Darkness. So it's been a while, but they haven't aged a day musically, and I love them for it. Uh, so it was one of those things where a lot of bands, especially a lot of independent bands, punching their own ticket, really have a good business model here. I was happy to go on the website, pick up the vinyl and a t-shirt package for about 30 or so dollars. That's pretty good for a t-shirt and a vinyl. So I love bands that do that, and... Yeah, I, I dig the record, man. Actually, it scored 91 out of 100. That's pretty damn good. And a good solid opener for this week's show. One of my current favorite songs on the album is this one right here. Check it out. This is Apocalypse Kids. Apocalypse Kids up on Suicide Hill Watching the girls playing video games And working all winter with the weed paste boys Stood at the toll gate, interstate highway, pondered the wasteland west of the Hudson. Sirens spinning for the ones who had too many sodas. Well, my boots never fit me quite right, and they stole my jacket too. And they hung me out to dry for whisper of change. Sons of a ghost, I'm really cold. 
Kicking off this week's episode in the current edition of Rock and Rank, that was Degeneration with Apocalypse Kids from their brand new album Nothing Is Anywhere. And uh, go check if you like that. Go buy it directly on the website and get that cool T-shirt, CD, or vinyl package deal. It's a good value for your buck, and it's a good album on top of that. So yeah, I don't know how Jesse Mallon does it. I mean, he just put out two really solid albums last year. And then he does the Degeneration album the year after that, and all the material's still really happening. So good on you, Jesse Mallon. That guy is greatness, for sure. And, you know, by the way, I, I know I have a handful of listeners out there in the tri-state area. I hope all of you out there realize just how fortunate you are as rock and roll fans. I mean, when Degeneration did a handful of album release parties out there, they played one particular show somewhere in the New York area, and it was them and the Biters and Wildlife on the same bill. I mean, Jesus, if only that bill could tour the States. That would be the best rock and roll show possibly of all time. But, man, I just hope you guys realize what you have out there because ugh, it's so frustrating to read about shows like that and not be able to go to them. Uh, but speaking of the tri-state area, our friends from Brooklyn Space Beard have a new record out. Yeah, I've talked about it a few times. I'm going to talk about it a few more times. I might talk about it ten more times. What do you think of that? No, yeah. There's my uh, my Brooklyn attitude right there. My Dice impersonation. Uh, but yes, Space Beard have a new record out called Gone. And this is my current favorite song on the album. It's it's the uh, one of the epics on the album. But I really dig it. And I think it shows off their versatility. 
plus their awesome musicianship. So take it away, Spacebeard. This is Never Spin Again. Turn it up.
All right. Don't that kick a little ass. I hope you enjoyed that because I sure as hell did. That was Spacebeard with Never Spin Again off of their brand new record, Gone. I will say it at the end of the show as well, but go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information and links to order the album and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. All right, moving on from Brooklyn down to Los Angeles, California. Uh, a band that I always give a shot to. I think their records are pretty decent. And, you know, I'm not like a hardcore fan of this band, but, you know, they're, they're definitely worth your time, I think. Talking about Tiger Army, it's one of those modern, you know, the, I don't even know how to describe them. Some people call them Psychobilly. I think that's easy to peg a band as Psychobilly if you have a stand-up bass player in your band. Uh, alternative punk, post-punk, mall punk, I don't know. But I just think they're a pretty decent rock and roll band. And they got a new record out. I think it's called Five. It's like V dot 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 officially on the title. It's a really dumb album title. Uh, but the album is pretty damn decent. It's their departure album. I, I For sure, I can tell you that. I scored it at 80 out of 100. Not bad. Not bad at all. And yeah, I think it's one of those that might be a grower. I'm not quite sure, but... You know, initially, the first few songs, I was like, ooh, this is very interesting. And then and then it picks up. The good stuff is really good, and the so-so stuff is just like, eh. So 80 out of 100, I think that's a pretty fair score. Maybe even a little nice. However, I'm going to play you one of my favorite songs off of the album. This one definitely got a point in the scoring system. This is Tiger Army and Devil Lurks on the Road. <laughs>
Some nice roots rock and roll there from Tiger Army. That was Devil Lurks on the Road from their new album. I'm calling it Five. So, yeah, it's it's a V with a bunch of dots at the end. But it's the new Tiger Army record. Not bad at all. Like I said, 80 points out of 100. Uh, if you've never heard them before, they've got some pretty cool records out there. So check out all five of those records that are out there. Tiger Army, another power trio. I played Space Beard before them. Another power trio, and I'm going to follow Tiger Army up with yet another power trio. A triple shot of power trios. Did not plan that in advance, but that's just how it happened. I swear. But it's another year, and there, of course, is another Melvin's release. Matter of fact, there are actually two official Melvin's releases this year. Yeah, earlier this year, they had an album out with Mike Kunkka from Godhead Silo. And they did this duet album together called Three Men and a Baby under the name Mike and the Melvins. And uh, yeah, it's all right. Uh, I'm a hardcore Melvins fan, but it's not an album I would heavily recommend. I scored it at 60 out of 100. There's some moments on there. Just like some of the more experimental Melvins albums, there's moments. But nothing to where I would honestly say, yeah, you should definitely go pick this up. I would save that more for possibly the newer, just strictly Melvins album. They put out one a few months after that called Bases Loaded. Really neat idea. And, of course, the Melvins always experimenting, always keeping it crazy and fresh. Uh, they did this album with multiple bass players. Uh, like Jeff Pincus, Trevor Dunn, who's played with them before, and he was also a Mr. Bungle. Uh, Jared Warren from Big Business. And, uh, you know, of course, one of the big headline names is Chris Novoselic. Of course, ex-Nirvana. And the basses they are currently settling on, I say settling because, you know, they go through bass players like Spinal Tap goes through drummers, but their current bass player is Stephen McDonald, actually, from Red Cross. How cool is that? Uh, so, bass is loaded. Yes, it's a pun, just like the Melvins love to do. They've got a great sense of humor. Matter of fact, uh, in keeping with that spirit, besides the multiple bass player bit on this record, they do three different cover songs. Two out of the three are traditional novelty songs. <laughs> a cover of Shaving Cream, which if you're a Dr. Demento fan, you'll know that song. And Take Me Out to the Ball Game closes the record, of course, on an album called Bases Loaded. Why wouldn't it? Uh, but right there, about four songs in, they finally commit to, I believe, their sole Beatles cover in their entire career. They covered a Wings song a few albums ago. But they have finally done a Beatles cover, which is probably the most punk rock thing they can do at this point because, you know, this is a band that has covered some of the most obscure bands ever. And now here's a Beatles song from the Revolver album. So I'm going to play it. I, it's, it's, it's a fun version and Steve McDonald's playing bass on it. So here's the current Melvin's lineup doing a Beatles cover. Of course, George Harrison's composition, I Want to Tell You. So check it out. Here's the Melvins covering the Beatles.
Right, there you go. Some Melvins for you, and I want to tell you a Beatles cover, like I said 30 times before I played the song. Melvin's doing the Beatles. All right. I actually scored that album. Bases loaded at 79 out of 100, and a pretty respectable score for the Melvins. Not something I'd heavily recommend. It's the best of the two albums they put out this year, and it's pretty damn decent, I got to say. All right. Moving on here, yet another album, completely different kind of album, but got the same score, 79 out of 100. Is uh, This actually came out a lot earlier in the year, but I didn't get a chance to rank it properly for the previous Rock and Rank episode. But I'm finally going to play something by Baby Metal. They have an album out called Metal Resistance, their sophomore album. Uh, if you heard them on the show a couple of years ago when Chris came on and we did J-Rock Strikes 10... Uh, he, he said it very well that they take a whole bunch of different styles of the metal genre and kind of put it in a blender and, and put it out there. And that's a, a very accurate description of what they do. Uh, there's, there's some old school leanings. There's some modern leanings. There's even some pop leanings, of course. But I think, I think they're a fun band. And a lot of people agree with me. A lot of people agree with us. But it's definitely one of those divisive bands. You either love them or hate them. So... I, I quite enjoy Baby Metal, and I'm going to play you something off of the record here. This one is sung in English, so I figured I'd pick this one just for all you guys out there. Uh, but, man, you can't argue with the musicianship. There are some talented players on this record for sure, and they are part of the band. I believe the lead guitar player is one of Marty Friedman's guys, so that's all you need for credibility from me. 
So here you go. Here's Baby Metal with a song called The One. Check it out.
definitely another epic here on the show this week. That was Baby Metal with The One from their latest album called Metal Resistance. Go check that out. Like I said, 79 out of 100. Pretty damn good here because I can be pretty critical here on Rock Strikes 10 and the Rock and Rank episodes. All right. And speaking of critical, I've been very critical of this next band. This is the first time I've actually purchased one of their albums brand new. And kind of peer pressure from my other fellow rock podcasters, I will say. So kind of going in with my fists up. And I think even Loose from Cobras and Fire wrongly accused me of getting him into this band. I, that had to be someone else because I've never championed this band. Uh, but I'm going to play something off of the latest Volbeat. Now... I wasn't going to buy this album. Like I said, I did give in to peer pressure, but I got to say, this album has three things going for it in a big way with Joey. Number one, of course, the obvious Rob Caggiano is the lead guitar player in the band. Was a big fan of Rob when he was in Anthrax. He definitely proved himself as a great guitar player and an equally great producer. He is Volbeat's secret weapon for damn sure. Number two, there is actually a guest spot on this album, a, a duet with Danko Jones. So, yeah, right there. You pretty much have me. And then the knockout blow comes with the third factor that they cover one of my all-time, all-time favorite songs, Battleship Chains by the Georgia Satellites on this brand new album. This new album is called Seal the Deal and Let's Boogie. They got great album titles. I will give them that as well. So there's like a three and a half point factor there. But I listened to the album with an open mind. And what I do when I listen to albums, just to give you an idea of what my process is, I listen to them with the headphones on every time, undisturbed, and set aside the time where I can listen to them from top to bottom the way they were intended to be heard. One thing I noticed listening to Volbeat with the headphones on is that I'm pretty convinced... I don't mean to beat them up, but I'm pretty convinced that they definitely use auto-tune on their vocals, but like overtly. I would be very surprised if I was lying about that, let's just say. Like I said, I'm not trying to beat them up, but I I just, I don't know, there's just, there's something about this band that makes me not be able to commit to them fully, and maybe it's things like that. But his voice... I could see it being very divisive for people that don't like this band. And like I said, I'm, I'm leaning. I'm, I'm Switzerland right now. But I will say, there are some songs on here that are super enjoyable. Not just the Denko duet and not just the Georgia Satellites cover. But there are some pleasant songs on here that are pretty damn catchy. So they're winning me over slowly, I think. I'm going to play you one of my favorite songs on the album. This is a really upbeat song. Pretty damn catchy. And unlike their European metal stylings, this actually reminds me of like American pop punk. But I really like it for that reason, I think. So this is an oddball on the album, but one of my faves. This is Volbeat and Rebound. Just always blowing his whistle at me. Oh, 
from their latest offering, Seal the Deal and Let's Boogie. That was Volbeat with Rebound, a song that I quite like a lot from that new album. By the way, is it just me? I realize that they usually use a old-timey-looking guy, but the pugilist guy on the cover really does remind me of CM Punk. Let me know what you think out there. For those of you curious out there, I scored this new album at 81 out of 100. So yes, I think it's pretty damn good. I wouldn't try to talk somebody out of buying it, let's just say. So, you could do a hell of a lot worse, that's for sure. All right. Next song we got coming up here. I appreciate. I, I hope all of you are with me out there. I've been playing a lot of divisive bands here on this episode of Rock and Rank. Got a great triple metal threat coming at the end of the show, so stick with me. And for those of you longtime friends of the show, you will know that I am a big fan of this next band. Gonna play something off the latest Garbage CD. Uh, enjoy this album. Uh, their last two albums are very similar to me as far as my overall enjoyability of them. Uh, how many times I've re-listened to them. They're pretty damn good records. You know, it's one of those things where I love all those initial albums by them. So maybe over time these will win me over just as much. But I did score this one pretty decently. 86 out of 100. I don't dig that opener at all. That you know, albums you got to start strong and end strong and all that good stuff. But boy, that first song did not get me. So it definitely had an effect on the album. But once it kicked in, it definitely got really good. And I'm gonna go ahead and play you the quote-unquote single off of the album because, like, who's playing it? Radio's not playing it. You know, there's no MTV to play it. Not a real one, at least. So it's a strong song, and I could see why they picked it to make a video for it. The video, you know, go find it on YouTube. It's really cool looking. They definitely spent a couple of bucks on it, so go support that with some views. But until then, this is Garbage with Empty.
From their 2016 offering called Strange Little Birds, that was Garbage with Empty. Moving on here, we're going to close off the show. These last three albums we're going to talk about are all, I think, great examples of modern heavy metal. Hard rock heavy metal. Starting off with the metal, for sure. Uh, French metal band called Gojira. And uh, Logan tur- turned me on to these guys a few years ago, actually, and... They've been together for 15 years, or at least they've been putting out albums for 15 years. This is their sixth album called Magma, and they've definitely evolved their sound over the years. Definitely now becoming a band that I would be more likely to listen to. They have uh, cleaned up the vocals quite a bit, and they're writing more atmospheric type stuff. And that's pretty much what I look for in a lot of modern metal. So thank you for doing that, guys. (laughs) I enjoy your band a lot more now. These last couple of releases, I think, have been really good. And not that the really heavy stuff isn't good, but I tend to re-listen to their newer stuff a lot more than their older stuff. That's just me. I'm sure they have a lot of hardcore fans that are really bummed out about this new sound, but I dig it. Same thing happened to Metallica, and it didn't hurt them at all. So, there you go. What do you think? Uh, check it out. I think it's a, definitely a little more Pantera influence than Metallica, for sure, but... You be the judge. From their latest album, Magma, this is the title track by Gojira. Check it out. Turn it up.
the title track from their latest album, Magma, that was Gojira. Hope you enjoyed that out there. I've been playing a lot of metal epics here on the show this week, so hope you've been enjoying that. And we played Spacebeard earlier in the show, great band from Brooklyn. Here's another Brooklyn band that has a new record out. Matter of fact, their debut album. A uh, band that definitely gets quite a bit of attention uh, just because of, you know, honestly, just because of the novelty of it. And that definitely opens up an interesting dialogue, I think, about the band. I'm going to play you something by Unlocking the Truth. Now, for those of you in the cheap seats that may not know this one, Unlocking the Truth is a trio of African-American teenagers, and they're really into metal. So, you know, for a guy like me, and if you go back a few years ago in the show archives and check out this episode I did called Heavy Metal Soul, I basically begged... I begged them out there to take it back from us because as far as modern rock, anything that gets played on the radio, we definitely failed at it. And I just wanted to take it back just like it was back in the day, right? So that being said, I I want a band like Unlocking the Truth to succeed. So maybe that played a factor in how I scored this album. I don't know. I mean, I would definitely put this to people I trust and their tastes because... Uh, you know, they may not ha- have as much emotion about it as I do or as, as much geekiness about the, the overall factor that this could create over time, if that makes any sense. It makes sense in my head. But I, I went ahead and just bought the album called Chaos. It's their first album. And, I mean, the story of the band already, before they even dropped their first album, is, is incredible. I mean... <laughs> So just go, they got a documentary coming out that'll tell the whole story, but they've been through it already (laughs) before that album even came out. So I was really rooting for them, to be honest with you. And I did enjoy the record upon the initial listens, and I'm still listening to it, so I think there's something there for sure. You know, just listening to it as an album, just, you know, as any other band. I'm trying not to, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to do that thing. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? All right. Before it gets too uncomfortable here, let's just play the record, okay? Because that's what it's all about. By the way, I did score this album at a very healthy 85 out of 100 points, and I'm sticking to it. I, I think, you know, they definitely have old school influences, and they definitely have modern influences, and they've got all the right mentors in the world. And they just got done playing the Afropunk Festival, which, God, I wish I could have gone to that. Oh, so many good bands on that bill. Oh, jeez. Anyway, like I said, let's just get to the music here. Off of their debut album called Chaos, this is Unlocking the Truth, and the song is called Help Me. <laughs> Like 
All right. Unlocking the truth there with Help Me from their debut album, Chaos. Go check it out. I recommend it. To paraphrase a great movie quote, it's not just pretty good for a bunch of kids. It's pretty good for Rambo. All right. We're going to close off the show here this week with uh, an album that I think will definitely rank extremely high on the year-end list here for old Joey on Rock Strikes 10. A band that you need to know. If you do not know this band already, get to know them. Run, don't walk to the record store to buy their stuff. And especially the latest album by Scorpion Child. The album is called Acid Roulette. And, you know, it's one of those things I was really just trying to get this episode out. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I haven't properly scored this album yet. So I'm going to tease this one for the end of the year. But I think it's going to rank extremely high. But for those of you hard rock and metal guys, especially classic rock guys, this is definitely a beacon of light, of positivity, and a sea of sorriness. Scorpion Child needs to be on your record player right now. And I'm going to play you. This is probably like the third or fourth best song on the album. I'm not even going to play the best song. Just to, I do that sometimes when I think the album is really strong. Like if you think this is good, you got to get the rest of it. So... Closing off the Rock and Rank episode here this week on Rock Strikes 10. This is Scorpion Child with Reaper's Dance.
there you go. Closing off the show here. Very strong, if I do say so myself, with the great Scorpion Child and Reaper's Dance off of Acid Roulette. Buy the record and the CD. How about that? Get get them, get it twice. It's that good. So I'm, I'm curious. I need to go and score this album. But uh, join us at the end of the year for the best of 2016 to see exactly where it lands in the list. I'm curious myself, actually. I really do enjoy playing new music. I know, uh, like a lot of you guys out there, all of my favorite bands are pretty old. But I just love buying new records. I love to get inspired by new things. And this is the stuff you should also support. So let me know what your favorites were here on the show, what you liked and what you didn't like, all that good stuff, yada, yada. Go to cnjradio.com for further information, including all episodes of Rock Strikes 10, even the ones you can't get on iTunes anymore. But while you're on iTunes, tell a friend to go subscribe and leave a star rating and review and all that fun stuff. And stick around on cnjradio.com for the Synaptic featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative, a show that I produce, but I would listen to even if I didn't. And also on cnjradio.com, the great Chris out there over in Tokyo, just killing it with the Wrestling House Show blogs and Last Theater on the Left blogs. And last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard. Been enjoying that new record like an MF. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information and links on how to order that new record gone and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. And we're going to be back on the... I think I'm going to post the next episode pretty soon from now, a few days. Because I think these tie in pretty well with the Rock and Rank episodes. I'm going to do the odds and ends. Yes, the odds and ends are going to return once again for your listening pleasure. There's some great stuff coming up on that episode especially. So stay tuned. Listen, like, subscribe, and share, like I always say, especially online. And until the next one, have fun.